It's like Will Smith, you smacks him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome to Made the Juby with you, America's most favorite MTG podcast. I'm, of course, joined by the man with the beard that is tanned, tamed, and ready, Josh. What's up, everyone? I am also joined by the man who has the internet aflutter. Is he worse at sleeving or worse at opening packs? Louis to George. What is up, everyone? And we are joined by George. What's up, dude? All right. If you guys have not seen Louis's cryptic box opening, please go watch it now and watch it the way this man ruins every card he touches. Did you read the audience what I text you? I don't have that in front of me. You were maddening. You were... I was so enraged. I watched your video to support you, and I might never do it again. Yeah. I, 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 I stopped watching your videos to support you like three months ago, so at least we're on the same page. Oh, it wasn't three months ago. I tracked that. Get out of here. When I, right when I started making magic content? Thanks, man. Thanks, man. All right. All right, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is going about what I expected it to go tonight. Uh, through Your fat, our... grubby fingers. I'm glad they can do the uh, do the keyboard it right at least versus the packs. It'll be wow, good. George. You struggled through that one, George. It's a long day. Somebody else's fingers fat is such a oxymoron. <laughs> I don't think that's what words mean. This you can't. All read. right. Today we are. These are the topics, everyone. Uh, we're gonna do battling mom. <laughs> God, the running mom jokes are the best part of this podcast We're by a mile. Nothing but mom jokes for the rest nothing. of the Marching Machine. Uh, nope. So, Battling Mom, those are the battles in Marching Machine. Uh, we'll talk about the new magic boxes, the epilogue boosters. Uh, George is excited to talk about lore. This is the only thing he's wanted to talk about in the whole podcast today. So, he's going to lead us that gameplay. Game he's going to lead us through a conversation on lore. Um, and not I could add another Kana. thing and it's a spoiler. And not Lorcana. Uh, we're going to talk about bundles and we're going to talk about Pokemon during that section, but we're also going to be talking about like, what should a bundle look like in TCG world? Uh, George has a little dirty little secret. He wants to share with us. That, Wave so I want you to know that's perfect and you don't know it because it's a secret topic. Louis doesn't know it, but that is the perfect title for it. Uh, we'll do Lorcana spoilers. Apparently we're doing, Oh, yep. Josh. Uh, and 30th. I accidentally clicked your button. Anyway, and we'll talk about the or the MetaZoo 30th anniversary and the gala. So let's hop in and get into uh, our battle with mom. Wait, I, am I am I back or am I just yeah, gone? Yeah, I, just, I just flickered you. <laughs> I Urza flickered you. Urza does that. Was that a good call? Was that a good reference or not? We'll give it to you. It counts. All right, let's uh, let's talk about these battle cards. Um, Josh, talk about I'm, it. Good. I want to hear right. your takes first on the battle cards as the resident person who knows how to play magic. Talk about a card in a standard set and an entire mechanic just printed for commander. Holy moly. Even the animation when they described the battle card of the spoiler was just a commander table. Oh, it's getting infuriating. Is this how you felt, George, when I was complaining about magic all the time? Because I feel like Josh yes. has been yes. definitely more negative than me lately on Magic the Gathering. I, no, that's un, that's literally impossible. <laughs> wow, we're getting there. Now listen, it's it's cool. There's a couple questions I have about how the mechanics gonna play out in reality. But Wizards playtest team has generally been on top of most things. You know, when you do this many sets. 
for this big of a crowd, things are going to slip through the crack. But like, yeah, oh, George, you would know. You've played, you know, one game of Magic in the last, I don't know, 50 years. Burn. I'm not even 50 years old. <laughs> for the record, neither am I, and neither is Magic. <laughs> um, so... So what's your take, Josh? Your your take is that these are printed for Commander. You know, like printed for Commander, and and I'm I'm interested. Well, I don't like the fact that they're printed for Commander, but I'm interested to see how it's going to play out because there really isn't uh, a good payoff balance. What it is versus what it's for. No, oh, no, sure. I'm just answering the question that was asked. All right, these are dual sided cards. They come in as a siege. It's a new card type. The yep. first new card type is this. Technically, the first we've had conspiracies. That's since Planeswalkers. We've also had backgrounds backgrounds friends with that friends do we have like some friend thing in uh what's it called you friends forever which is just partner right yeah yeah uh but this is like the first like like backgrounds is exclusive to commander and like out oh what would the non-background uh, companions was that a companion? Yeah, companion yeah, yeah companion was a new mechanic of icori is dope um so definitely a new thing well, though like uh battle siege um, and they come in as basically not enchantments, but they act kind of like enchantments. They sit there on the battlefield. You can attack them uh, when you attack them and destroy them. It flips over and into something else. Uh, the one you're seeing on the screen turns into a creature. Uh, I think do all of them that we've seen. No, uh, you got Teferi that turns into a planeswalker. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of different things. So uh, yeah. that's what they are. Now, I'm curious, Josh, how do you know that this is printed for commander? Like, I understand everything magic lately has been just for commander, but how do you know that going into this, this isn't going to create some sort of really fun, limited experience? Like it, it very, listen, it very well could create a fun, limited experience. It's going to diversify the gameplay. It's going to add another decision point for players, especially in limited. So that's, it's always a positive, but the wording on the card for an opponent gets this card any anybody else you or your opponents can attack this card even the graphic that they used to uh introduce the mechanic to us was a table with multiple players and you playing the battleground and then other you and opponents attacking it and i think the balance issue you're going to find in that scenario is the incentive for attacking and defending this card and this kind of trends towards wizard's design recently how we see power creep happening it seems to be all about like increased longevity in the value you can get and what you have to pay to get that value. You know, Saga, it's time. Here we got time plus resources. So it's an interesting thing to balance in limited. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I I still don't see, again, how this just isn't for Commander, but I'm hoping one or two pop up in something like like Pioneer. I mean, they'll be all over the place in Standard, but I'll leave that to the arena folk. Hmm. So... I when I saw this, the first thing I thought is I'm way more excited to do this in limited than I am to do toxic from uh from New Forex or from Forexia will be one. Really? Yeah, like toxic, everything was just so one dimensional in my mind. Like everything just played uh and it just wasn't that fun of a limited experience. This on the battlefield, I love things that are on the battlefield. I love having to deal with like uh making decision points should i attack this should i attack that like i love i think this is gonna be a really fun limited experience when i saw this is kind of my takeaway and unique 
unique like the way that like dominaria was unique where you had the legendary creatures in, in every pack and like it it kind of affected the way that you draft and that kind of thing well mind you there's gonna there's a battle in every pack for oh, the machine yep there's one at okay. least one battle in every pack and then i i think what you're gonna see is a lot of the players as as we and maybe it's just in a limited experience as we kind of dig into this I'd be surprised to see a lot of defense coming down on these where it's not just, hey, I'm going to close out the game or deal with what happens afterwards. Because defending these things feels like a losing proposition, right? Like it's you're on the back foot and you have to either do it for eternity or your opponent's going to get some reward. Now, sooner or later, you can stonewall your opponent. You can get to the point, but it's just going to slow down winning the game to an already advanced board state. So I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. There's a lot to think about here, and it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. So give them credit there. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that was my takeaway too. Is like it's it's a unique, exciting, fun thing that I think will be an overall win. I I know some of the arguments have been like, how do you interact with this? There's no cards that destroy. Uh, like target battle, right? You have, hey. you have, and we deal, we dealt with this for a while with planeswalkers where there just weren't a, there weren't a lot of destroyed target planeswalker, destroyed target permanent. You got a lot of that in green, but, right. um, and so one of the issues is going to be like, how do you remove this if there's not removal kind of built into the set? But like, I don't know. Wait for aftermath, it'll be in there. I mean, Listen, maybe there's you got things like Vindicate though, which is destroy target permanent. Like, mm-hmm. and you, you can, I guess you can target a battle with that. That's kind of getting a little bit into the weeds, but you do have a lot of removal. Look at Farewell from uh, Neon Dynasty, right? Getting a choice to remove uh, a bunch of different things. This is something that persists past that since it wasn't a wasn't a card type when the Farewell was printed. So, right. Oh. Uh, so it's super interesting. I think it's exciting to be part of. I said this in a video. I think it's exciting to be part of magic when this kind of stuff comes out because like it, you know, if you were around when planeswalkers came out, I wasn't, if you were like, it would have been a, an interesting dynamic and the conversation would have been, you know, exciting. You pull one of them. That's like, I don't love that. It's that one war per pack. Spark? No, that was, <laughs> no, it was, it was pre-war of the spark. War of the Spark had all the Planeswalkers. Way, way pre-war. Yeah, War of the Spark was Planeswalker-centric, but they had been introduced. It was Lorwyn, right? The first... Was uh, was Lor- I think it was, wasn't it? I think it, it was Lorwyn. Oh. Yeah. That would have been like... That's when, a long time ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Planeswalker's been around for a minute, dude. Yeah. Uh, George, are you hearing about... Your, your store drafts like more than any store that I've ever heard of. Are you hearing your players excited about this they don't like this are you hearing anything i know the announcement just so, came out i'll be honest they are so ready for the next set i think they could have been like here's a dookie in a bag and they would have been pumped as heck <laughs> which like, it's they, not out yet it still might be <laughs> like they are like they are they are very ready for this set it has been a long time since they could draft a new magic set wow like uh, point so they're very rapid pumped. release cycle like yeah they are very pumped for this next set uh pre-orders are through the roof like people are very hyped about this set yeah this like, is people are super hyped and like the collector boxes look good they look real good serialized like, cards people are hyped about the uh collector box yeah uh i'm excited for the set like i think it's cool to have um like the ending of a story we'll talk about this a little bit with lore but like the I got your back the feeling of the set feels good too like you know, I, I didn't. We talked about Crimson Val a lot on the podcast for a reason. I didn't like the setting of Crimson Val. Like, it just didn't, yeah. didn't excite me. 
Uh, I love like the 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 thematicness of this, where you've got all like the the Thalia riding the Gitrog monster, and uh, there's just like a lot of things that are bringing people back in my mind, like people who were on the fence about stuff, excited for something new. Uh, I think it was a promo. Never mind. There's yeah, a Tarmogoyf promo coming out. Really. Uh, yeah, it's not that card was like worthless now, is it not? It is, but like it is. I don't know. Like if it's I like the card. Product, one of my first ever products that was the hit of the product. Everybody wanted one. Probably Future Sight. Ult- no, the, he wouldn't have had a store back then. Probably Ultimate Masters. Uh, that was uh, that was a big maybe. hit in Ultimate Masters at the time. Was it in Double Masters? No. One? I don't think so. I don't think it was in Double Masters. That uh, could be there's it, it went from like never being printed to like there's now there's a number like I had one I had one set that that was like a big hit and people were hungry. Yeah. So can I ask you guys this before we move off? Louis, you said you're hyped for March. George, you said your store is. I I could do nothing but for the next like month and a half, two months, talk about March of the Machine. But I feel like it's going to be overshadowed by the big pre-summer, early summer drop of Lord of the Rings and Commander Masters. Yes. So I, I did the that's math. So sad. I did the math, and this is like, oh, okay, we'll get into this for a little bit. This is terrifying. If I get what I expect to get, not what I pre-ordered, what I expect to get from distribution between those two magic sets and Lorcana, I will spend more in that like 60 days than I did my first year of owning a store. My first <laughs> calendar year of owning a store. It's pretty it impressive. Is like, it is absolutely stunning what we're expecting customers to spend in those 60 days. Like stunning. Like it's going to be thousands of dollars per customer. So most customers, when the ships go down, like your, yours might be, you're in such a unique, you know, situation, unicorn store. Yeah. Um, on the base. And like, my customers won't be able to, like, they just won't. That's the military you're talking about there, Josh. (laughs) No, it's a compete sport there, buddy. I like they just won't be able to. I think this set though, I see people in my opinion, people will choose this set over like spending an arm and a leg on double or on uh, uh, commander masters. Congratulations, you're insane. I'm not. People you're absolutely listen, insane. Uh, the comment section, let me know if I'm wrong. You're but wrong. People are not. I'm not. People yeah, are people not, are not hyped at all about Commander thank, Masters. Thank you in video comment who, section. Thank who you. is excited about Commander Everybody. Masters? Everybody. Oh, well, Louis, hold on. You had, me, you had me in the first half, not going to lie, but who? people who? are excited about Commander Masters. I don't like no. it. I'm not a, <laughs> every, I'm not a every, big I, fan. I have not talked to anybody I know that's excited for Commander Masters. Every single person I've talked to about Commander Masters says, oh, I can't afford a $400 set box. That's every single person I've talked to. It, well, that's yeah, I mean, that might be true. That doesn't mean they're not excited for it. They're gonna buy singles. Like singles buy boxes. The boxes sell. are gonna fly. I think I I think this will be a very limited print run. Like I think this will for be Commander Masters or yeah. nope. I think this will be far more wait, limited. Wait, you're talking about you're talking about Commander Masters, right? Yeah. I think this will be wrong. far more far more limited. You better hope I'm right, buddy. You I, can't afford it if I'm wrong. <laughs> about selling commander masters i uh, like I'm commander masters that, is gonna be fine i know you're hearing that i'm saying that it's a bad set that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is that when when push comes to shove the consumers will have to choose between something because they only have x amount of money 
And I think that they choose something new than over reprint sets. I think they will rather open and experience something new that they can afford too, that they don't have to stretch their wallets for. Um, and this fits that bill. And more than this fits that bill is March of the Machine Aftermath, which we'll talk about. Like, I think that's, that's going to be, I think that's, that's going to absorb a lot of money. And then I, the question is like, what do they have left over for Commander Masters after Lord of the Rings, which I have already given up on. Like I'm all a in double on- masters draft box today is $282 mm-hmm. draft. Yeah. Right. Well, Commander Masters sold like crazy. Commander Masters sold like double masters sold like crazy. Oh, double masters. Louis, you lied to me. Did I? You you said you stopped watching my content and you gave the take for my video today. I'm so proud of you. I did not That's watch your video so today. So good. I am you proud of you, Louis, for feeling Josh's learning. Again. Trust look me, I was, talk, I was trying stuff. to talk on the phone today and my kids were like literally <laughs> screaming in the background. Well, the perfect way day. to drown them out, youtube.com slash home. It, no. it, it, it was the perfect uh, preparation for this podcast where it's just George screaming at the camera the whole time. I think I think you're right on. Obviously, I, I 100% agree with you. I really think that this set has a chance to give the more Magic fans than the sets that are going to follow it a chance to get introduced and to participate in God. a very good product at a much better price point. I'm you really excited for the design of the set. Wild. You guys are wild. Like... Double Masters, both sets were amazing hits. There's no reason to think they're going to mess up Commander Masters. There's no reason to think they would. George, can I ask you a a crazy question? Let's do it. Would you I'm rather Would you rather sell less boxes at a higher price, or would you rather sell more boxes at a sm- at a lower price? More boxes at a lower price. Okay, then why the it's hell like, do you like Commander Masters? <laughs> oh, because Double Masters is going to fly. Because Double Masters is going to sell more boxes at a higher price. That's what you you think you're going to sell more boxes at a higher price? Absolutely. I will sell more Commander Masters than I will mark to the machine. Guaranteed. Guarantee it. I, yeah, mate, I guess. Mate. No, I don't. Well, listen, Aaron, we have an idea. Yeah. Right, I am tracking all the data. We'll know. We'll have an idea of what's selling and what's not through at least through TCG Player. Yeah, we'll be able to tell. We'll we'll see more which which set moves more boxes. Put your money where your mouths are. Put your money where your mouths are. You two, you sold more double masters than you do a standard set. Uh, The only set that's close is Modern Horizons two. Okay, that's probably true. I think you're right. I think you're right. But let me. So, wouldn't you rather sell then? Wouldn't you rather sell twice as much Commander Masters at a lower price with the same margins? Wouldn't you rather sell more boxes to more individuals? So, if the boxes for Commander Masters were yeah. cheaper, so then what? They I don't understand why you like the the current pricing model of master sets because i think that master sets i don't are kinda, wait, are kinda i don't think discussed. i do like them i'm just saying that like they make sense they're going to sell and it'll be fine okay i would prefer them to be cheaper but okay. like it doesn't way. matter like people will buy the living daylights out of commander masters i guess i i i, I think you're I, right like i i hate that i think you're right but i, I think you're right yeah it's like it's normal for this podcast um i, I oh, you know okay. 
like I can tell you, like I I'm gonna go. I went <laughs> unhealthily aggressive in my ask for Commander Master. Get us numbers. Do it. <laughs> You're so good with numbers on this no, podcast. Give us no, numbers, dude. I like. I don't want to do the math of what happens if I don't get cut, so no math will be done. <laughs> I <laughs> think this house. Not, I think can work this house for. <laughs> I, I have not. We'll ship you some cookie dough, George. You'll be ready. <laughs> it will take more than cookie dough if I don't get allocated. I have not put in Commander Masters or Lorcana numbers yet. Uh, Lorcana is a lot harder. Lorcana is a lot harder. So no clue to do. All right. Uh, I think going back to battles, I think battles are going to be a really good thing. I think they will sell the boxes. Like I think that's going to be an exciting thing. I think limited experience is going to be super fun. And I'm excited for battles. So uh, anything else to say on battles before we move to Aftermath? We are now talking about the epilogue booster boxes. I think it's good that we do that to avoid like the clumping of the topics. Yeah. Like, All right. Nobody likes clumped topics. Here's what we're going to, uh, here's what the epilogue booster ba- boxes are, everyone. Uh, these were released <laughs> May 12th. Gosh, this is going to be the worst episode ever. Uh, these were released <laughs> May 12th. Uh, and they continue the story in between sets. Each lore packed booster guarantees. That's what I want to talk about lore. People love lore. Guarantees a foil and a showcase card because they couldn't sell set boxes with guaranteed foils. Now you need set boxes that have These aren't guaranteed even set boxes. Foil. They're not set boxes. They're not anything boxes. They're a new product. Another Ma- Magic the Gathering oh 30 years going oh for 30 God. different types of boxes in 30 years. This is the product you've wanted. This is. No, Wait, it's not. He doesn't know anything about it. How is it the product he wanted? It's a, it's a lo- oh god, who is this? Who this is? It's a it's lower, <laughs> it's a lower price product ish. <laughs> George, the famous famous can spin anything. It um, is. It doesn't okay. have commons. Doesn't have the calf. I think it's great. So, uh, five cards per box. One to three cards rare, higher. Two to Wait, four. Wait, five uh, cards per pack, right? Per pack. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, per you said box. per box. I'm sorry, per booster. Uh, the 20- super VIP. <laughs> which, I'm about to say, which with magic is not unheard of. 24 <laughs> packs per box, guaranteed foil and showcase. Um, do we know if this is mostly reprints or if it's. I think it's not reprints, was the thought, but I could be wrong. I- I believe they are. I believe they stated somewhere that they are new cards, they are functionally unique cards. I am uh, going light on this set. Me I too. I'm going light on this set. <laughs> Emotionally, I'm going light on this set. What can it what can it be? There's like no time to fit another product in this crazy upcoming summer. This is like oh. I have no like I just don't no idea. Th- they make it so hard to be oh a fan. God. <laughs> like oh they my just, god. They make it Hold on, hold on, hold on. How? How do they make it so we just talked mom is going to be awesome. We agreed on that. And then we're going to go into Lord of the Rings, which has people going crazy, whether Bananas. you like it or not. Commander Masters, I don't agree with the price point. You don't agree with the price point, but it's the biggest master set for the biggest community. And there is a product in between that is brand new. And we're talking about the fact that we don't know what it is. How is it hard to be a fan here? Because there's so much stuff coming out. There's so like all the time. There's so much stuff coming out. It's impossible to keep up. If you have commander oh. decks, it's impossible to figure out how often you should update them. How many like? It's Whenever just... you feel like it, 
That's the point of Commander. It's you you update him whatever you feel like it. There's not, no pressure. Not, not to, Louis. He's gonna net deck that commander you, Yeah, there's there's not like he's an event to prep that, for you up you update him deck. whatever you want to. What are you talking about? It is so easy to be a okay. magic fan right now. How many spo- how many different sets are we in the middle of spoiler season for right? Why now? does that matter? But why does that matter? Be, because like the consumer has no clue what to prepare to spend their the, money. The on. billion dollar sales last year showed the consumers really confused and really unhappy about that. <laughs> A record breaking year last year. Okay. I mean, like the March of the Tell Machine. Tell me why officials... this is so amazing, you two. Tell me why this is just the greatest we... product of all time. I don't no think one it said is. that. No one said that. The March, but to your point, three point five million people watched the March of the Machine reveal the other day. So like, it's not that hard to, yeah, it's not that hard to keep up with. Like people are stoked about these things, man. Like million. That's just for the, that's just for the cinematic. Like it's, I, it's so, (laughs) we don't know. We're not saying this is a good product. We're not saying this is a terrible product. We're just saying people are excited about it. Uh, but not Louie, but not Louie. No, Don't actually, worry. I'm, I'm a, I was really excited about this product months ago. I did a video on this product like before they... That's they, the hardest part, when to do a video on some of this I stuff. did a video about this product as soon as Dishro put out what was in the product. I did a video basically being like this. This I, Same same thing that you just said, George. This product's great. The price point's perfect. I like the idea that it doesn't have a bunch of chaff that we're paying You're for. Welcome. Like, There's a lot of good things about this. But, I just... Yeah, but like, like, is it necessary? <laughs> like, is it? No. Can I give you a hint here? None of this cardboard is necessary. So this goes to if the your idea. question is: Is this piece of cardboard necessary? No. Uh, no. This is if, this one is. Oh, dude, it, it, I wish I brought my I, what I got today in the mail. I got the uh, the Grand Prix version of I don't remember. Anyway, um, uh. I'm having a brain fart. Super, super important buy. Yeah. Uh, it was a trade. So, um, so this is, <laughs> this is, <laughs> it's like so hard. this is why they said, this is why they, this is the, this is the reason I said that not all products are for all people. Yeah. Because like, no. you just, yes, you, George, you are the only store in the universe One that has people. All products, all with products are not for all people. They were talking about boxes like Commander Masters. They were talking about boxes like Lord of the Rings. If you're not a Lord of the Rings fan, sit this one out. If you're, if you don't play Commander, buy some singles. Like, this is not what they meant by that, I don't think. Like this is a pretty reasonably priced box full of cards that people will like. I think. I just that's wild, man. It's hard. I don't think it's. I don't think the take. It's hard to be a fan right now. Is is I, I I'm on board with a lot of what you say. I'm not. I gotta get off that ship. So, what did I'm gonna go back to something you just said, Josh? What are they gonna put in this set? I can't be responsible for the things I say on this like, podcast. Like, what are they gonna put in this set that makes you buy? Tell me why this isn't jumpstart. Tell me why this isn't jumpstart in a in like the regular the new jumpstart product. Why oh. would you like what is going to be in the set that makes you buy this over March of the Machine over Lord of the Rings? It's right in the middle of those two things. What what would you like to see them put in this that makes you say I'm going to put my money not into a, a regular set and not into 
Lord of the Rings. I'm gonna put my money into this. Well, I, I I don't I don't think a lot of people if in in the niche scenario where it's like you have to choose one of those three and you get to put your money in one thing, I think this would probably be your worst choice unless you're like you know up front that you hate Lord of the Rings, right? But I I that's only I, I, I don't. I don't think that's I don't think that's the case, right? I, I really don't think most consumers are going to say I have to I have to choose. What are they going to put in the set? Well, I don't know. It's probably for Commander. Like, let's it's probably <laughs> something for Commander. So, am I going to put my money into it? I mean, maybe, maybe not. But we don't know. They're going to be, from my understanding, they're going to be functionally unique cards. Are they going to be standard legal, pioneer legal, modern legal? I I have we have no idea. It's all speculation. For me to put my money in this set, it should be functionally unique cards that are legal in a format that isn't also Commander. And I will be interested in seeing what the cards are at that point. You've got me. I'm sold. Okay. Is that answer not satisfying to you? It is. I, I just yeah. don't, I don't I don't know what the question. I don't, I don't understand how to answer that question. I guess. I just don't. As as somebody who sells Magic the Gathering product, mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect a consumer to do. You have March of the Machine comes out the twenty first. Less than three weeks later. Or I guess exactly three le- weeks later, you have the aftermath that comes out. <clears throat> then May June, so a month later, you have Lord of the Rings comes out. So in three months, you have three major releases. Yeah, that seems like too much to me. But like, but Does like, that they'll not be seem a- like too much to you guys. No. Well, okay. Listen, I guess I'm just wrong. I, I've gotten off off the rapid release cycle complaint train because I was with you. I was on it, but it it clearly keeps working. Like I'm I'm willing to admit that I clearly don't understand what people want because people keep not only keep buying the products, but people keep looking into the reveals, right? People keep building decks with the stuff. People keep playing the cards. Now, the good part is you don't have to throw all that money in right away. I mean, we talk about Magic's box printing. It, it, these products will be on the shelf at your local game store for a year. You find a window somewhere in there. And yes, products will keep coming, but this is where not every product's for you. You'll find a window where there's something out that you don't like once it's out, and then you can go get your hands on something. But how are you supposed to know that if they have a different type of product? Like we have the Phyrexia bundles for March for Phyrexia all will be one for March of the machine. Now we have an, another product line with epilogue boosters. How are you supposed to know this is not for me? If there's all it's seemingly always something that's new. Well, we'll get information well, like, about it before it comes out. Like we'll know what it is by the time it shelves and something's new might not be for you. But how are like, you supposed can, to know that until you experience it? Well, but I'm saying you don't. You don't the have consumer, to, right? The consumer the cons- they, who who pre-orders or um, you know, well, don't I, don't do that. Pre, don't do that. Don't pre-order don't this do product. That. Pre-order. This is not. If you don't know what the product is, or you're not willing to do the research on the product, right? Because before it hits the store shelves, we will know what this product is. And if you don't research it. Then don't pre-order it. Wait till it comes out. Watch someone else open it. Watch a box opening on Kitchen Table TCG watch, watch where they open the epilogues, gum up every card they open, and open packs in the Let's worst see. freaking way possible. You two are both talking about like magic players who watch content and are completely entrenched in the community. That's just, just not the reality of walk the, into the game the store, and ask Louie. 
Ask the owner of the game store, what is Wait, that so product that I'm looking at? thought that like the Walmart consumer won't like what like is your fear the Walmart my, consumer? My fear is like the com- the consumer is just confused on what everything is. That's my well, fear. That this is, like Walmart doesn't have the big Walmart doesn't have the 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 complete bundle. I don't think they'll have the epilogue Walmart, box. Walmart had the complete bundle. They did. And they thought that was yeah, LGS yeah. only. Nope. No, it, it should was, have been. It was, it was Amazon enraging that it wasn't. Amazon, I knew that. Yeah. I know that because I got my 30 boxes for $43. Shout out to Jeffy B. Yeah. Thank Jeffy you, B. Jeff. Thanks, Jeff, for selling boxes below cost. Okay. okay if any. If you want to sell me more boxes at your cost, Louie, I would happily buy them. Well, there you go. Then stop whining. Continue. Um, no, I, listen, Lou, you're right. LGS instead of to Amazon. Like that's a good take. Like the special products like this should be LGS. Only. I just like anyway. I just I think this is a cool product. I, like I'm there. Like I do. I I as somebody who is involved in Magic the Gathering and is experiences all the product like that's fine with me but like the average consumer is not a, a youtuber with a youtube channel on the game but then then they won't buy it or they'll ask right or they'll and ask i guess the i'm game just coming at this from the perspective of a store is like there you go how, how much of this product am i really that i think it's on my and like louis like i got news for you this is all a risk no i know that but yeah, I, I think you're giving the you're not giving the average consumer enough credit. They're just going to walk in, buy, spend all their money on something open, and be like, "Man, this sucks." Without asking a question, I don't think. I, maybe they will. I I can't imagine that world. Oh, that definitely happens. You, you two run the welcome, weirdest stores. Welcome to West Virginia. <laughs> People buy stuff all the time, and not for, like what they wanted or what they experience not, i'm not saying at my store but like in general people have wallet fatigue and buy things all the time that they don't ex- understand that's not true you don't think that's true i, I think it's no true but i think the people that, that do that accept that risk if you're going in there knowingly spending your money on something that you don't know what it is and you get something that you don't understand i think you, you handshake that deal set. how do i put yeah, I think you, out of this guy's ear okay yeah, I think so you just to that. get things straight with you guys Wilds of Eldraine comes out, and they they release. I am pumped. Wilds of Eldraine comes out, and they release another new type of box. And you're just like, "That's great! I'm all in." I think they could release more kinds of boxes till they figure out the best boxes to sell. Shouldn't they have been able to figure that crap out? No, because that's not how market. No, like they have. I don't know because Pokemon seems to have like like it figured out three skews and four sets a year. Yeah, that's yeah. Great. It's fantastic. And, like, and how many people do you think play that compared to Magic? I don't care about that. How many people <laughs> do you think buy it? <laughs> like, I care about it because I can get tendies on Pokemon. Um, so like uh, Louis the Tendy Farmer. I mean, like, listen, like, I think that Magic should keep experimenting with different cues until they find the right mix. This isn't hard for me. But that's there's no that's that's not a scenario. Right there's there's no finding the right mix because when they do in four years they will innovate and do something else and try something else. There is no right mix that just exists forever. It's not a permanent fix, but there's a I think there's a right mix that they got to find. Like clearly they think the market is changing, which is why they're adding different things. Right, gift gift bundles, complete bundles. They're trying to figure out what do customers want in a product. 
this was like they got rid of the theme decks because nobody wanted the theme decks. Now they were the theme boosters. Now they have Jumpstart, which shout out was a miss. Uh, but like you know, they're they're trying to figure it out, and I give them credit for that. Good for them. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't see a problem. I guess. Okay. All right. Talk to Louis for five minutes. He will. <laughs> I, <laughs> all right. Moving on. George, tell us all about lore. No, this is, you this. were adamant that we have to talk about lore today. We spent way too much time on the first two topics. So my question in the Discord to you two was, does anybody care about lore? But yeah. I guess the answer is, Louis does. Uh, so George the rumor, says, all right, this is a spoiler alert that it's probably wrong because it was just what somebody texted me. So I don't, and I also don't know what any of these words mean. Nobody cares about spoilers of, of lore for magic. So go I ahead. heard Atraxa gets wrecked. What does that mean? I don't know. I was hoping that that's where you guys could chime in. That was that was just, that was my that was what I know. Listen, I know about as much about magic lore as the writers of magic lore, which is nothing. Where's the magic historian? <laughs> I know that Karn looked very favorably at Elspeth Mommy. Came in that cinematic, and Karn was like, "Ooh, hey, <laughs> wait, is Karn like this?" this does Karn get jiggy with it? Karn's face is just so blah all the I time. I loved the Karn, the Tron lands in the master set. That's him, right? Does Karn <laughs> get jiggy with it? It's just in my mind now. Na 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 na. Uh, it's like Will Smith, he just smacks him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First one to first one in the comment section to make a Will Smith Karn altar with Karn slapping Elish Norn gets a prize directly from Louis. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know where to go from that. Uh, I think. What was your favorite Will Smith song? I can't name my Will Smith. Getting jiggy with it or Wild Wild West. Those were the only two. Miami. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait, was that Will Smith? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, All right. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Bienvenido, Amiyami. Okay. You have three choices. The Fresh Prince song does not count because that's too obvious. Got to take Oh, give me, some, give me summertime all day. If you don't I throw really DJ like, Jazzy Jeff in there, I'm out. I don't know any of what just was said at all. I know Fresh Prince. You know the Wild there. Wild West song? <sighs> no. I do not. Summer, summer, summertime. Summertime. I don't either. Okay, can right. we go back to talking about magic lore? Because I don't know how we got No! Why are any that. of us talking about lore? This uh, is a terrible decision. Does anybody care about magic lore? The answer apparently is on this podcast, no. Next question. <laughs> Moving on. Let's talk about products. Let's talk about bundles. And how... We already talked about bundles. <laughs> okay. Moving We've on. We've entered the bundle Let's section. We've exited the bundle section. Little secret. <laughs> okay. All right. I want it's okay, so this is gonna be this podcast is almost on a hundred episodes. Did you guys know that? We're, and like not almost half of them have been with you, Josh. Um, it is absolutely amazing <laughs> that we have made an episode every freaking week for a hundred weeks, almost a hundred weeks, and we are still this god awful at podcasting. This is. I think I'm great at it. We are. So this will be a new I'm section every fantastic week. Fantastic at this. We are. This so will be a new section bad. every week. We're gonna see people like it. People don't like it. We'll stop doing it. But it's the best section. I'm gonna interject one topic of my choice that's not TCG related, and this one will be a debate that I'm having with a loved one. 
Ooh, wait, I want to give you. I advice. go to the same breakfast spot every day for breakfast. That's how I got my uh, spelt physique. Your the bagel, bagel shop. shop. Yeah, uh, the bagel shop. I Listen, get like they, four they, pounds of bacon. I get a omelet, and I get the world's sweetest bagel. And I will die at forty-five with a big fat smile on my sausage finger face. I, you're going to no die when you're younger you, than you are now? Yeah, there's no way you're not 45 yet. <laughs> it follows. So I walked into my bagel shop and there was a problem. There was a there was a horrific sign. It was from the health and it was the, from the Department of Health for my state. <laughs> they got a seat. They got to see, which is the lowest rating you're allowed to have and stay open, I believe. Okay. But better than that, better than that, they almost didn't get a C. Okay. Would you still eat there every morning? You eat at Taco Bell. So, like, I had a Taco Bell today. I had yeah. Taco Bell today. Like, there's no, there's no restaurant that you can eat in that is worse for you or worse. I don't think it's about like health, health, like you know, will it give me a heart attack? I think it's like, will no. those rat droppings age me prematurely? Listen, you've been eating there every day for like a long time, and for eight years, you're seemingly fine. Like, I mean, the damage I look is, great. The damage is certainly done. They're only going to get better from here. Like, you don't get the worst grade and then don't stay try. open. Like, you're, they're going to get better from here. So, like, the damage is done. I think you're good to go. I th- I think I'm ridiculously qualified to speak on this because I think the saying is C's get degrees. I'm in. And as Thank someone you. who went to college, didn't get C's and did not get a degree, I would be pleased with a C and a piece of paper that says I passed. Oh. So listen, George, I say <laughs> live your truth and eat at your bagel so store. Science says like grade C needs drastic improvements. <laughs> Listen, my report card just said no. No, thank you. So, like, good on. Listen, I I think at this point, you're preserved. Whatever they're putting in their bagels and their breakfast is preserving you. So, if you stop, what happens? That was my biggest fear. Thank you. Thank you for confirming exactly what I thought. I'll be there tomorrow morning. Great. All right. Let's talk about Cryptic Wave 2. I want a picture of the kitchen. No, no. So, like, I must say, that's the other reason it didn't bother me. You did not go into this establishment being like, damn, I can eat off these floors. You're like, you know, listen, man, whatever happens, happens. You kind of don't want to touch these floors. You don't want to touch anything, but, like, it's cool. It's cool. Okay. They also have the free (laughs) refills on the Diet Coke, and that's a big deal to me. That's a that's a big deal. I would kill. For I a bagel need right it. Now. I need it in the morning. When I vi- when I, I visit you, if I don't go to this bagel store, I would be upset. If uh, you don't, if you don't go to the bagel shop, it's because you're going to my funeral. Okay. Because if, if oh no, visit me, we're going to the bagel shop. If you I mean, die, I'm in your honor road tripping to the. I was just made the zoo be with you live from the bagel store. Yes, <laughs> we should do a live episode from the bagel shop. <laughs> Doesn't sound like they have internet. They have internet. <laughs> Internet's great. That's worth at least. Lemonist? That's worth at least a B. I downgrade a restaurant Thank to a you. C, no matter what it is, if it doesn't have internet. So for me, it's like no free refills, automatic F. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. I have like, the fancy restaurants here have the six ounce glass bottles. I want to throw it against the wall every time <laughs> those 
douche nozzles, bring me one. I want to like throw it against a wall knowing it won't break. It's just like, you know, it's made out of titanium, the glass. It's like wild how thick that glass six is. Six ounces, too. That's way like too Six small. or eight. It's too I, small. My favorite restaurant for like all last year had these tiny, tiny cups. And every single day, I would, not every day, but every, three times a week I went there. Um, <laughs> I would say hey, they had just opened, they were, they were a new restaurant. I was like, hey guys, you need bigger cups. Like, yeah. they were like a chicken, like it was like, um, fried chicken sandwiches like hot fried chicken sandwiches and their cups were like eight ounce cups i was like guys you need bigger cups i'll i'll spend more money on a bigger cup." right well they didn't and now they're closed and i think that is why but spoiler alert uh uh asian chipotle is coming in like where you mix the food it's like uh it's like a asian buffet type thing like like panda express Yeah, sure. Like Panda Express, but not. But like, and uh, I, it's better. Like that's better than what was there. So. Oh yeah, my favorite place is a ramen place, and it's because you can get a bowl of ramen the size of my head for like six dollars. Yeah. Are we going to talk about your Panera Cup scam, Louis, or no? Well, I was going to talk real quick about um, Diet Coke because I can't drink Diet Coke from like you're saying like you go there because they have Diet Coke, and I'm like a complete Diet Coke snob now thanks to McDonald's. McDonald's. No, shout is, out to Phil, by the way. Phil works for Coke. Great guy. Uh, tell him to get McDonald's Coke, but in bottles. Because like I drink this stuff now, and I'm just disgusting. It, so here's the thing, though. If you're going to buy a bottle, why not get Coke Zero? Is this better? No. Coke, what? It's, listen. This it doesn't have the, the aspartame. As when you go to a restaurant and you order Diet Coke, and they bring you a Diet Pepsi. That's the it's worst. Not that the same that thing. could be a crime. That oh, I don't know that. I don't know that. Oh my gosh! The other day, uh, somebody said <laughs> the, the wait- waitress was like, uh, "We have Pepsi," and I said, "Good, thank you for telling me." Because when you don't tell me and you bring me a <laughs> diet Pepsi, I don't drink it, and then I have to pay for it. Like you're the worst customer. You give comments on the Pepsi. You tell people to get bigger cups. You're very hard to deal with. I just get my very, food and shut up. Very nice customer. I don't. Ever. This is the, this is why he thinks the customers can complain about all the magic boxes because he complains about everything I else. I treat people very nicely, but I also speak up when like there's something that I think <laughs> there's an better. injustice in the world. Yeah, like giving people Pepsi when, <laughs> when people them. aren't kind to the people I'm around sorry. them. I make I'm it sorry. right. There's nothing more unkind than giving people Pepsi when they order Coke. Like <laughs> I am the knights. I am West Virginia's Batman. There are preferences. <laughs> in the world. Oh my God, he's Mothman. He's he's, a, he's the Coke Mothman. Mothman. Oh my gosh! Okay, can I ask you guys something? Yeah. What are your thoughts on cryptic Wave Two? <laughs> I want to say I think it was a great topic, but mine. I just want to make that on the record. I just got to remember that I don't have a degree, so I'm depressed. George liking something that was his idea. I'm sure everyone's shocked. <laughs> shocked emoji. Cryptic uh, Wave Two. Wave two. Um. All right. Want to go over the good or the bad first? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, compliment. Let's start Sanders. positive. Let's go. Compliment Sanders. Let's do one yep. good, one bad, one good. The napping and clumping seems to have been fixed. How many boxes have you opened? Enough to know that the mapping and clumping has been fixed. Okay. Did do you disagree? I opened one box, so I don't have any. Clue. <laughs> I was like, I was like, <laughs> now we had a second like guess myself. <laughs> I, I have zero comments on this conversation. I was like, God, I know somebody who's opened quite a few boxes, and they confirmed. Okay, um, they definitely fixed the um, noble foil. Yes, that, well, I mean, I can tell that from my boxes. I got one. 
That's yeah, great. That's, that's one per box. Listen, uh, that was a rough one for for wave. Um, well, it wasn't rough is a strong word for Kickstarter. It was right. it was super easy for everyone to get all the cards, which is okay. why the value of cards is is ready for the hottest take. Yes, I like I like the Kickstarter print print it all to oblivion. You what? Print, I want more green foils, more noble rare foils why? per box. I like cheap cards. Yeah, but you already have George Man of the People. Like you already have the the non foil cards already. Like I think that's fair, but like those were also harder. Those were hard. And what wave two? Yeah, yeah. Wave and Kickstarter they're really easy. They they overprinted. Like they over uh, the printer screwed up on Kickstarter in the number of non hollows and hollow nobles. So wave two is the way that it was. This printer gets a C. Needs drastic improvement. Uh, Yeah, if I was. If I was here, I would was, find a different printer. If I, I mean, it'd be if if it went to the health department. <laughs> Tanner gets uh, it. Um, so like, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it seems like if clumping is fixed, that's a huge win. Clumping I, is fixed. I, I, I can like that tells me clumping that is fixed. Right. Um, the in, in cryptic. Um, the uh the the foils. Uh, the the rarities aligns up with what you should get now in the foiling. Um, the, I'll say the foil sheen and like uh scratch like i yeah. don't have a single scratch foil which is way different than the foils look good like in kickstarter nearly every foil had some, yeah because the the um spray that they used they didn't use enough of it or the mixture was wrong like, um so that's that's a big change for wave two which is, so is really good we're about to talk about some of the problems with like which relates to the um printing quality issues but like the most important thing i would say is that like the box does what it needs to do, which is like the packs are fixed. You can draft this, you can do sealed, you can do what you need to do with the packs to make it a playable game, which is a very good thing. Yeah, I mean you can play we we drafted with Kickstarter. But you had to like but you had to like do the shuffle the pack. Yeah, the shuffle packs so like, yeah. Yeah, you don't have to do that with this. Yeah. Um, okay. So one of the one of the uh, downturns for for me was the the uh, in my box anyway the amount of glue <laughs> it's like there was a glue shortage. So I talked, I talked to Tanner about this because that Did was true really? on my box on several of my boxes. Let me first say the person I know who did a mass box opening, it did not happen on any of theirs. Okay, so it doesn't seem to get affected the whole print run. This was confusing because Doctor Louis, there That's is me. no glue. It's not me. Oh, it's all heat pressed. Bingo. Interesting. So th- bingo, bingo. This was like he was like we went through like the issues that like I, I was talking about. This was by far the most confusing because like h- how <laughs> like the thing yeah. cuts and seals. It was it was your top. I'm assuming right. I didn't watch your sausage fingers mess up all your cards. I never checked and, the bottom. So my bottoms unsurprisingly were great my bottom is fantastic it was juicy it was it was like it was sealed perfectly yeah Mm. my top loosey-goosey yeah interesting uh what do you think about my bottoms i did not check i certainly didn't check your bottom um and you didn't watch that video (laughs) my (laughs) fingers all over the bottoms um (laughs) 
this is off this is off the rails it was it's gonna be i the only thing i worry about is much of the indie tcg community has been inundated for product quality with you know the release of tcgs that came about my bottoms no i'm not talking about your bottom with this much of the indie DCG community is familiar with George's bottom. <laughs> it's no, they've just been inundated no, about t- you know podcasts like this talking about product quality, and I don't want this to be something that turns people off. It's not a, no, it's not oh, present it in every box. Be very clear here, but, like what I would not do candidly is buy loose packs. Sh- sure, no, I'm not even there. I mean, like, buy but, like loose is packs there from is there enough here? Why I wouldn't buy loose packs? My a lot like. My I would my tops weren't well sealed, and the gold foils, the gold, the rare foils, were all backwards. Okay. Now, Louis, you had a, a lot of backwards the whole print run. rare cards. That's yeah. through the whole print run. You can take all the gold foils that you want for me. Like that's not the if if somebody was going to reseal boxes, they wouldn't take out all the the rare foils. They would they would take out like the noble foils, which weren't backwards. one noble foil per box. Right. Those weren't backwards. No. Which was weird. Um and also the cryptic text was the was not backwards for me. So I have not pulled a frog. I have a bounty of whatever of five hundred and fifty nine dollars right now, I think, on the frog. Where's that number come from? One dollar more than the last like a, bounty. It's like a big going on in the in the buying. So like I think the um You what screw it. I'll go seven hundred dollars for the frog. There you go. I think live right now? Ribbit, ribbit. I, I don't think there's an issue with buying sealed packs from a store that you know. And like we sell, I well, sell sealed yes, I agree. packs all the I time. I think that's fine. But like, like, I'm not, I wouldn't buy it online from a guy. I, I wouldn't know. buy sealed loose packs of any game online ever. Like, that's a, like, that's sorry, not, fat cat. Not some of us can't afford whole boxes. Like, that's not something I would recommend to anybody to ever do for any game. Um, I think I, for me, one of the things I think uh, was I thought that the cryptic background in the foils was going to be more prominent in this. And I was actually, as somebody who has opened a ton of Kickstarter, has a whole Kickstarter collection and has sealed boxes of Kickstarter, I was actually a little bit worried that Wave 2 was going to turn into like more exciting than Kickstarter. Um, so I had the kind of a double-edged, like, in one realm, I was bummed that you can't see the cryptic text more in the backgrounds because as somebody who enjoys the product, I really wanted to make a full set of it because of the way that it was going to look and whatever. But now that I've seen it, I I just don't think it's in my opinion, different enough for me to be like, you know what I'm going to do is do a whole another binder of a foil set. And I think that's a huge win because, um, because the boxes will, in my opinion, stay lower as a result of the current community, maybe not valuing it or seeing it as a higher tier than the regular Kickstarter or than Kickstarter. I think that's a win. Okay. So I agree with half what you said. First of all, um, the rumor I'm hearing is Southern is sold out. Yeah. Um, So like, yeah, that's what my rep told me. Yeah. So like the only place stores can pre-order or get more boxes is at crypticpreorders.com from Tanner, basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Crypticbooters.com is the only place you can get the boxes right now if you're a store. Um, I think this is going to sell out fast, both at the store level and at the, uh, clearly the distro level and at the store level. Um, I think that's 
good. You know, listen, the right number of booster boxes to print is one less than what is needed. Like, that is the ideal number of booster boxes to print. Mm -hmm. uh, it feels like he might have nailed that, to be honest. I think that's Maybe true. a little bit low, but, like, not very low. Like, I think, he, I think it's pretty close. Um, this is, like, I think it's in a good spot. Like, I think boxes are going to sell. Stores can get it. There's, he added, a, like, a few hundred new stores, he said. Um, so, like, pretty good. Yeah. My uh, my rep said, uh, is, he was like, it's funny. He's like, you and uh, I think he, he knows your store, George. I think he's like, he's like, you and George have been telling me for weeks to, like, yep. tell tell my my other constituents about this. And I have been, and nobody's wanted it until now. When people start seeing, everybody wants it. Like you know, it's selling out, and now everybody wants it. And he's like, "Good job getting in early." I was like, "Well, like I, I was been in since Kickstarter, so, um, yeah, like I don't know, like it's it's sold out. I think that's Wait fine." Flex on your rep. I can't figure why you get bad allocations. Um, <laughs> bad allocations. My rep loves me. Uh, other rep no, we that I had rep, before right? him, before him, not so much. I forget who got you this rep. Uh, so the. <laughs> Um, this is the way new TCGs work, right? Like, everybody, everybody wants what sold out. <laughs> like, it's the dumbest thing in the universe, but it's the way new TCGs operate. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to bore you, Louie. Um, like, a long day. Tell me about it. I talked to you. Uh, so, like, you know, the fact that Distro sold out is a very, very good thing for Cryptic, I think. Oh yeah, that's good, it, and I think it makes the question like, what do you do with um with the next set, like like what where do you put that in the print? I think you just double it, right? Like you put the the two. Print <coughs> no, oh, I think you do. Do not do that, Tanner. Do not listen to Bad Louie. Good I think Lord. You're like, I think you're like fifteen thousand. No, uh, maybe I'd say closer to thirteen. I don't know. 12 or 13. Um, something important for all you fat pet collectors out there to remember. The rarity on this wave two is vastly different than wave one. There are half as many of each card in the box topper. There's one box topper versus two. Mm -hmm. Roughly the same front run. Unquestionably be way less noble foils. Yes. Way less. Uh, so the wave, way less two noble foil. the wave two noble foils will be rarer? Way rarer. I don't think that there will be way less regular foils. I wait. That, that doesn't rare make, foils. Rare, rare foils. foils. That doesn't make sense. I think it does. Uh, it doesn't. There's more common foils now. I think it's not I think there's three or four rares per box, if I remember right. Four foils. I, I think the number of rare uh, you might, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Right, twice in a run episode. If it, if it was, <laughs> oh, when you have like 50 takes. Oh, yeah. say, wait, did you just, when you right, have, like, twice in one episode? Hold on. Did we <laughs> plan the streamers? This has never happened before. Louis, do you have the button? Push the button, dude. Um, no, no, I'm always right. It's just very rare that Louis admits it. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I think I think this is a win. I think this sets a win right now for play like for new players and new stores yeah. like that's where 100%. i see the win 100 percent. that's where i yeah. see the win like collectors and collectors of frog cards <laughs> the frog cards are pretty cool 
currently buying one for one more dollar than George and then selling it to George for two more dollars. That actually makes sense. I'm actually like a little worried that's going to happen. <laughs> Not to you, but like I'll overpay for that card and I know uh, it will. Uh, we're <laughs> drafting on tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, so get me a frog card if you will. I will. Uh, we'll talk about that next week about how draft went with this. Oh. Uh, we drafted Kickstarter once. It was really fun. Um, I'm excited. To, field is awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to to draft on Saturday. So cool. Good job, Tanner. Uh, I mean, everything. Congrats. Like, the Congrats. New Congrats. Yeah, I mean, selling out a distro is a big deal. Congrats. Yeah. So super cool. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Lorcana spoilers. We are now entering the Lorcana portion of the podcast. Thank you, Josh. That's very. We saw I like that Tigger. What a cool character! I thought we. Had I love that they're him. doing the cinematic spoilers for like all the new hot cards. I love Didn't that. Didn't we already see Tigger like a long time ago? No, it was spoiled two days ago. I know. I've seen that artwork. It, it was in a cartoon. No, it was in Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> No, I know it I've was. seen that artwork before. I I think we did. I think it might have George, been the, I think we, the card was spoiled. I think we have seen the artwork before. Gotcha. Louis. I'm with you. Oh, um, Louis was right. How many times is that this episode? Well, that'll make one. <laughs> yeah, first time on the podcast. Um, congrats. Weird choice of host, by the way. <laughs> Tell me all the things about Lorcana. I don't know anything about this, George. Okay. So you got to so, if you're going to carry something, it's time it, to start. I the whole podcast is what I've carried. Yes, yeah. we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Right so, the ground. <laughs> Sorry, <Always>. guys. <laughs> uh, it looks like we're starting to get a better idea of gameplay, uh, where it like the main hero looks like it might only be able to be attacked by other main heroes. That's kind mm. of like the running theme right now. And it does look like you're going to have, like they're trying to, like, this is all like wild speculation about gameplay. And if you know, there's one thing I love is wild <laughs> speculation. And there's one thing I'm really good at, it's gameplay. Um, it does. So, it, and it, there's also a crazy thought going on that like the different, um, the different heroes will interact well if it's in the same kind of genre. So like there could be like a Lion King deck and that will have two colors in it, but the Lion King characters will have those two colors be predominant. Um, so it's, you know, they're, they're, we're starting to get a better idea of how this will look and how this will work and people seem to be enjoying it. And Twitters are open for stores. So it is exciting. Ooh. Was there a Goofy spoiler too? I thought I saw there was a Goofy. There was a Goofy spoiler this oh week. Gosh. I think it was last week. Goofy's the best character. I have a, I went to Disney and I have a picture of myself. I bought one of those giant green Goofy top hats with the ears. I love mm. Goofy. Goofy's great. I could see Louie loving Eeyore. The Goofy movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh no, another rainy magic day. Why bother? <laughs> Why bother a new box? It's so hard. It's so hard to be a fan right now. <sighs> <laughs> I think I'd rather go back to when my kids were screaming in the car all day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey kids, oh, calm down for dad. We're going to have fun at the park, I swear. I loved Eeyore. Um, Eeyore got it. Eeyore got what life was like before I realized it. Just like concede, yeah. The concession Absolutely. in Eeyore's eyes is just 
the only thing I go back to with Lorcana time and time again is that I cannot wait to open it with my kids. Like I think that's like, gonna that, be sweet. That's gonna be the magic of Lorcana. Um like I don't know. I think this one goes the road of Pokemon where like the vast majority of people who open it don't play the game. I um, could yep, you could sell me that bill of and I so this, this goes back to me this goes back to me um to how do they handle chase rarity? How do they handle things that are exciting and fun to open? If they go magic route where like you get the chase foil in like one in every three boxes where it's like, you know, foil force of will, you open three collector boxes, you can pull it. Uh, I think this is all, I think it's not going to work. I agree. If they go the route of boxes that they're not producing, that will be a big problem. I agree with you. What? They're not making collector boxes for Lorcana. Well, like I'm saying, if the pull rate of the ch- the the chasiest chase is one in like every three boxes, I think that's going to be a problem. If they go to no. like Pokemon model where you've got Rattle, who's what open, are you talking? Just about? evolve into a Pokétuber already. Just complete <laughs> no, the process. Requires, requires and evolve into a Pokétuber already. This is so hard to listen Louis, to. The secret rares for Pokemon are exceptionally hard to pull. Yeah. And that's why people open packs and like it. So wait, so one in three boxes is way too many is and going to kill frequent? the game. One in 10 million boxes is I'm perfect. saying it's too frequent. Holy moly, if you listen with your ear holes, you'd that's understand. That's not what anybody heard. It is not the connotation that you gave it all. But even so, one in three boxes it. seems fine. Yeah, it's, that seems fine. It's, it's super fine. easy. Like, the point is it's easy to pull, so then people don't open boxes. It's not as fun when you hit it. It's not like the, the rarity... <laughs> Chasing an Umbreon, a Moonbreon, is is a exciting thing that that causes people to open boxes. I would argue that it was something like Pokemon or what you just theorized with us, Lorcana might be that those boxes will still get open, not only because of the demographic being targeted by the product, but the IP behind it. Pokemon's got that IP where people buy Pokemon and open it. Sometimes you've made the point before just to chase their favorite Pokemon that has nothing to do with the chase. I think in Lorcana, we're going to see something similar. If you're cracking packs to get to Moonbreon, Louis will put the Gambler's Anonymous number <laughs> in the comment section below. Find help. Find help. Go I'm also the chasing box. the one ring. I'm also like, yeah, like, yeah, why not? Chase chase the, the one, one ring. ring. I mean, like, if you're cracking packs for Moonbreon, God bless you. I don't know, man. It seems fine. That. Like, like Chase has to be Gamblers. attainable. They're right? added, like, there's they a line. A problem. <laughs> they should not do that. Like the the carrot and the stick only works if you can see the carrot. It has to be attainable to some degree. God, opening packs from isn't it like one in like several cases? Uh, there's, I mean, like he's opened a, a metric. I think two thousand six hundred packs, something like that. He hasn't. Hit Whoa! It yet. And hasn't hit it yet. Yeah. Is there one? Huh? No, it's just hard to pull. That's a That's a lot of packs. My fingers would be sore. <laughs> it's a lot yeah, of packs. That's amazing. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta pull this up. I wanna see what it is now. The Moonbreon? So, yeah. How much is that? This is as bad as when George asked, what does Pokemon stand for? Pocket is- Monster. Pocket Monster. 
My favorite is that you type with one finger like any other old guy. This <laughs> he year. can't use both hands because he doesn't have a mic stand still. <laughs> oh, that is that is the Kickstarter that we're starting. It's the he's George's mic stand V-Max. product. It's only going to deliver one product. It's going to deliver a mic stand to George. We're going to have tiers. Yeah, we're going to get the diamond studded tier. Come, comes from pallets stacked taller than Josh from China. <laughs> um, so th- it, it's four hundred dollars now. Four, that's 200 packs worth of, of openings. For Moon Brown? Yeah. So for actually two bucks a yeah. Packs only two bucks a piece? Nah, it's like like five bucks a pack, seven bucks a pack for now, probably seven bucks a pack. For Just spend pass? the four spend yeah. the to the if person who opened if you're buying four, loose packs off of off of TCG player it is. To the person who opened two thousand packs, just buy the Moon Brion. Yeah. What but, are we well, doing? It's only four hundred bucks. Creator, so like you could always buy the single for Pokemon. Always. Just I, love how George, I love how when it's Pokemon, George is like buy the single, but when it's magic, it's like, if you're trying to say opening packs, if you're trying to say four hundred dollar exactly boxes, right. no, that's fine. Everybody if you likes want to crack packs, packs, buy packs. But if you're looking for a card, buy the card. Don't ever crack packs to get the card you're looking for. That is stupid. Josh, do you have any like, takes on that? Do you have anything to say about that? The way George rattled your brains about it last week? Nothing to say. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about at this point. Like, if you want a specific card, go buy the specific card. If you want to crack packs, buy packs. This isn't that hard, I don't think. Okay, like, let's talk <laughs> about the 30th anniversary box and the. Go Metis buy them and crack those packs. That's what. You, that's how you get the single you want. Jordan, are you going to the gala as Metis' biggest fan? I'm not. No, why not? God, I think it's on the night I'm booked. You're I booked. I'm in DC that day. I, I think I'm in DC that day. Mm. I'm going to DC three times in the next couple months. Fun. Is that to be my vice president like I talked about today? I'm in. If elected, Let's I will go. serve. Um, Did you get federal jury duty? Somebody I know got federal jury duty. This week. That sucks. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> that would be rough. No, it's ALS stuff. I got I got jury duty a few months ago and I didn't go. Did I tell you guys about this? Wait, what? Do you just not show up? They sent me my FBI. If you're listening, please stop listening. Uh, they sent me my jury duty thing, like, and I got it on the day before Christmas, like on Christmas Eve. I was like coming like back in my house. I opened the thing, I put it in my truck, and then it was Christmas. And then we traveled, and then we did the the you know the Christmas Eve, the New Year's, the whole. We were gone for ten days on like. January 7th, I was like, oh man, I forgot I got jury duty. I better look at that. I opened up the thing and it says, if you do not call this number and respond by, I think it was January 3rd, because like it was like two weeks or whatever it was, then you are under perjury of law, blah, 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 call this number. So I called the number. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't do that. Don't call the number after you break the law. If you break the law, call this police station quickly. I was trying to get out ahead of it. It could be anything. It could be a boat. The worst would be like they show up at my house when I'm supposed to be watching my kids. And then like I have to go somewhere. So I was trying to get out ahead of like jail time. Um, (laughs) And so I call and I'm like, hey, uh, like, you know, I miss this. What do I need to do? And they're like, oh, we'll transfer you to the the person you need to talk to. So they transferred me to the person I needed to talk to. And it went to voicemail. I left a voicemail and they never called me back. So I don't know. I'm not in jail and hey. uh, the ball's in their court. You know, like I did my side of it. 
<laughs> if we're gonna go confess, they can find me there. <laughs> if if we're gonna go ahead and confess, I guess I'll go ahead and say it. I've never responded to a jury duty notice. Wow. Really? Not once. Wow. Never once. A bunch of felons on our podcast. Never once. Not I, they've come and they've gone, and I've just let them in like, oh, this is junk mail. This is ad <laughs> advertising someone's <sighs> trial. I don't want to do this. By far the best thing law school did for me is get me out of jury duty. By a mile. <laughs> By a mile. Okay. So let me ask you guys something. Yeah. What are your thoughts on MetaZoo's 30th anniversary boxes so and their new MetaZoo Gala? The MetaZoo Gala. 30th Gala box. box. And they have a special sneaky pack, sneaky box that you can only get at the Gala. That's gala. not true. You can get it at the eBay Live that is happening at the Gala. Yeah. Gala. Uh, but or, or you can go to the Gala and get one there. Gala. Uh, but it's only it's a Gala exclusive thing. Is that how you actually pronounce it, Josh? Because I've never said the word gala before. No, no I have no idea. <laughs> I was just in. I was I'm all the way in. Two feet. I think it's Jala, actually. Galia. I can't read. Galia. Gal- um, okay, let's start with 30th anniversary boxes. Josh, what are your thoughts on the 30th anniversary box? Oh, no. I want to hear George tear this apart. Why? Why? I can... I cannot believe you would let an indie TCG mock what is might be the most successful magic product of the last year. They're mocking it. Such they're a ma- I think magnificent, insane product. Is and you're going to sit there and let magic them mock this product? product? And they're That's having fun. Insane to they're me. having fun discussing the wild success. I, of I really product. hope. I hope Mike is watching while you tear yes. this product. How oh, dare no. he I mock love the best and you two product bozos to come were up. It up? I love this product. Yeah. You two bozos will fud it up. I can't believe they would do it. And sell this for $25? You're going to try to follow in the Not footsteps the of the most powerful Rudy. product of the year. You're going to sell it for what $25? Do do? I don't think Rudy, oh, man. They were, supporting, they were supporting the Magic 30th because they know how successful it was. And they're trying to ride that to the to Valhalla. And good for them. And so that's the company. That's the company's statement. MetaZoo as a company supports Magic 30th anniversary. If they don't, I don't know what they're doing because Magic 30th was a great. Well, product. they're giving away through Rudy, so I guess that I, means George. You think Rudy's supporting Magic 30th? If anybody could support Magic 30th now, it should be Rudy. That's a bold. A after the litany of videos that man released, where I thought he was broken. That is a bold Magic statement. Magic 30th really did break a lot of you. <laughs> Uh, Magic 30th, yeah. And now nobody cares. Uh, a week after I started it. making magic uh, content, clearly I, cares. I, I wanted to quit go. making magic content. And yet, here we are. Gosh, here we are. Just become a a week after I started making magic content, <laughs> I wanted to quit. Another rainy product. <laughs> it's so sad to me that we haven't talked about uh, uh, um, Scarlet and Violet. Complete the evolution. Just be a fucking Listen, we'll still love you. We'll still love you. George won't. Oh no. He never did. I think you would be the funniest PokeTuber to ever exist in the history of humankind. Because they're all so positive and you've never been positive about anything ever in your existence. That's not He's true. positive that some of these products suck. I was positive yeah, for that's a good point. I was positive for a long time. The internet broke him. (laughs) Comment section. What have you done to this man? It wasn't the comment section. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was anyway. Moving on. Uh, I think that the 30th anniversary is a funny April Fool's joke. Yeah, uh, I think like, like I think why is it funny? It's funny. Listen, it, it, it just is. The like if you're looking for an April Fool's joke, this one was like if you're a TCG and you're like, hey, what could we do that's like funny on April Fools? Like poking fun at at something that was that hot. I think it's a funny joke. Um, I think where it's not funny, like this is, I think people should look at this in the same way that they looked at the Halloween packs. Remember, you yes. did those yeah. those Halloween packs. You were supposed to just give them away. Like if you look at this as free Tendy Town, uh, that you're going to buy the 30th anniversary pa- pack and like it's going to be a successful product and like the best thing in the world. I think that's a mistake. If you're going to look at the 30th anniversary as like something funny to open on uh, on a YouTube channel or with your friends who play MetaZoo as a April Fool's thing, that's the win in this product. And I think that's a I, I think that's a, so, a win. So I agree. Um they did the thing I don't love, which is like they did the thing where, like like oh and there might be something else in this package. I'll tell you later. I guess like come on, man. Like t- t- tell me what's in the product if I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. Um, but like overall, it was relatively cheap. Unlike Magic Thirtieth, um, it was. Uh, I, I agree with Josh though. Like it, it is mocking something that you love, George. And I do love. I I mainly love how wrong all of you were. Not you, Josh. You were like you were somehow more tolerable than like Louie and like. That's because I don't call things predatory it. every week. I just do it when they really are predatory. Yeah, like Magic yeah. Thirtieth. Uh, like you, like like that's what I loved. It's like how I was like, we will all move on and nobody will care, and it was the end of Magic as we know it for everybody else. Ooh, I, oh, okay. I never said that. Nobody said that. Go, yeah, that's Magic. Who said it was the end of Magic as we know it? I don't think I said that. I don't. I don't think that's the case. It does sound like something I would say. That would be actually, fair. I think you said something very similar. I think your thumbnail the other day was "Magic Changed Forever" again. So oh, there yeah. we go. I mean, like Maybe. it sounds like something I would say, but I'm not going to claim that I said it without I evidence. It. All right, somebody go watch all the episodes and tell me. Um, like, <laughs> this is where MetaZoo is at its best. Is like joking and having fun. Like this is where MetaZoo products are at their absolute best. Um, like, I wish more games didn't take themselves as seriously. Like, it's okay to release one-off fun products that are just meant to be funny. Like, I think that's good for the community. I think more companies should do that. Um, I think the gal is great. It supports charity, obviously. Um, I think it supports King Pokemon's um, cause, if I remember right. Um, shout out to Gary, and uh, that's awesome. Like. Again, like this is more TCGs should do more philanthropy. I know Tanner does a lot uh, with the burn centers. Yeah. Um, MetaZoo does a lot with, I believe, autism. Um, like they're, uh, you know, listen, like, you know, all these, well, listen, we're, we're all very lucky to be spending as much money as we are on, on cardboard rectangles. Um, it is very good to give back, and I am happy that MetaZoo is doing so. And I hope more games follow in their footsteps. Yeah. It's a good take. All my takes are always good. That's three and one podcast. Continue. <laughs> um, I'm not like a big fan of like a black tie event. Like that's just not like my, I don't have a, I had to go to a wedding this weekend. I didn't wear a tie because I don't have one. That and was I, another moment. You're like I, weddings suck. 
Yeah, weddings are horrible. Oh no, that's actually true. That's not even anywhere. that's not the word moment. That's a, that's a fact. That's a weddings fact. do not suck. Awful, awful. Are, you go drink, eat, and dance wedding, all night. What's, weddings what's, are a bleak what? affair. Hundred percent. Guarantee. Hundred percent. Yeah, like uh, the the wedding was uh, like the ceremony was eleven minutes long, and I went up to the. Pastor, I was like, that was the best wedding I've ever been to. Good job. Yeah, (laughs) most weddings are are not crazy long ceremonies. When you're my age, you start getting invited to second weddings, and that's even more depressing Mm. because you're like, no, 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 you get one. I've done my time with you. You don't (laughs) get. Do you bring a present to that? Oh hell no! I don't (laughs) go to that. Right? You, if I went to your first wedding, that's as much as I need to go to your wedding. If you're not like, if you're not one of my like top five friends, you're not getting me to two weddings. You've had enough. Interesting. You guys are uh, so horrible. Why? Weddings are why? great. Weddings are so much fun. I'm happy for them. I hope the second one's better than the Listen, first one. But I don't need to go to two. I already went to one. When when my wife was like, "This is what our budget is for our wedding," my response was like, "Yeah, but think about all the things we could do with that." And we oh, didn't have, sorry. Like, welcome you cards. and every other husband <laughs> in the country. Wow, we didn't, you're we so didn't have like, like an expensive wedding, but we could have gone to like I don't know, like Hawaii. Like that would have been yeah. fun. Yeah, like, I set a budget. I set a, a budget for our wedding plan. too. I could have guess bought, what? I could have bought in like six boxes of the new Magic set. It would have been awesome. And you, and you learned an amazing lesson. You learned the difference between budget and light suggestion. Very quickly. That's what happened at my wedding. I set a budget, which in my mind is a rule, which I found out quickly is a light suggestion. Yeah, but yeah, the rules are meant to be broken. Just oh, like, I found like that. Budgets. Listen, like lessons, lessons of a married man. I found out real quick. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So have fun to anybody who goes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant to the wedding. I was like, what's going on? Um, so such a downer. And uh, 30th anniversary. <laughs> Looks cool. I think it's funny. Listen, if it wasn't April Fools, I'd be like, "What? What the heck are they doing? Like, this is dumb." Uh, but it's April Fools, and like, you can do anything you want on April Fools. That's the way April Fools works. Like, Remember that, viewers. <laughs> like, as a company, if you want to do a product that's a funny April Fools joke, like, do it. That's great. Like, we should yeah. laugh at it. <laughs> you want to like take all your valuable cards and put them in one box out of every you know three hundred? Funny joke. Like, just there you go. April Fools got them. Josh will buy them as long as they're serialized. If they're not, oh, now they're that's a different Josh story. Want them. I will. <laughs> All right. Anything else? <laughs> this is the end of the podcast. This is, uh, if you want to George, watch, George gets it. If for some reason after this, you want to watch more of our content, you can make sure you hit subscribe on my channel and go on over to hometown TCG where you can subscribe to Josh's channel. And if you want to support George, uh, most people just do that in the comment section. Um, So go ahead and leave a comment for George. Uh, Spoiler alert, that supports me. So I'm all about it. Um, Nobody comment this week. Wait, I feel like I'm getting the short end of this deal. Leave your positive comments about George on my channel and your negative comments about George on Josh's channel. Um, (laughs) So... Uh, at the Josh's end of all that, channel crashes the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the headline. George's bottom crashes the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, episode title! Episode title! No, it's not clickbaity enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not. 
car right. getting giggy with it. It's definitely the uh, title. Yeah, if you want to buy product, there's links below all my videos now. Gamergrove.geek. No, you don't even have to do that. There's links below all my videos now. Gamers I found out how to do that. So, GG's. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anybody else have anything to say? <laughs> I think I've said it all, man. <laughs> Everyone be kind to the people around you. May the zoo be with you. And also with and you. Also with- Thank you.